Max and Hamish here. Today on this fine Monday, we are going to be bringing you a review of um, Doctor Who Storm Warning. Okay, so this was this episode was released, or not episode, but you know, story was released in January. Oh, so yes, it was released in January of two thousand and one, and it's part of the monthly or main range. And it was written by Alan Barnes, who's written some other Eighth Doctor main range stuff, as well as co-writing Zagreus. Well, um, do you want to get it? Should we get into it, or do you want to? say anything before um no nah, nothing much just the yeah first um first big finish story to mention the eighth doctor as you the Sonic screwdriver in a big finish story introduces and india fisher as charlie pollard and paul mcgann returns as the eighth doctor yes yes just thought i'd put that out right. um good stuff good stuff okay i think that i think that's about it yeah <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, so should we just get into the plot? Yeah. So we start off in the time vortex where the doctor's just kind of you know he's cruising, and right. he, we should mention he mentions uh, going on adventures with Mary Shelley, and technically you're meant to those are said before Storm Morning, but we're lazy, so we didn't do them. Yeah. yeah we'll, do, we'll, do it, we'll do it in release order. Yeah, they are. Um, yeah. Yeah. So basically, buddy, thirteen bucks each. Remember, buddy, Mary Shelley. <laughs> Shit a brick. Um. <laughs> so Could we just watch an episode of Doctor Who for free. Uh, so we um we start off in the time vortex where the Doctor's just kind of cruising in his TARDIS, and then he notices that these sort of time vortex pterodactyl dudes are like yeah. attacking this smaller ship. So he yes. um they're called vortisaurs. By vortisaurs, the way. yeah, called... I've got that written down, but I just wanted to describe it to the audience. If you're um, the kind of listener, they will get annoyed when we call them space pterodactyls. I think I said time vortex pterodactyls. Yeah, if we're being oh. specific, Alton. Oh, sorry. Fucking donkey. Um, so <laughs> sorry. Um, so well, basically, yeah, he thinks, oh, I'm a bloody genius. I'm just gonna fly my box at them, and they'll be fine. So he does that, um, being the rational man that he is. He flies his TARDIS at them. They like and disperse, and then he lands on in October thirtieth, nineteen thirty, on the Royal R O One airship on its, which is on its maiden voyage. So yes, what happens then? Uh, so <laughs> oh yeah, so, so there's yeah. a bit of bloody subtle foreshadowing where. Like, the ship's designers, like, you know, this is probably going to crash and the Lord yeah. Tamworth's like, nah, she'll be right. It's a bit like the Titanic, you see. Except, you know, they didn't say he's going to sink. They were like, oh, it's unsinkable. So you see, this is like an opposite day scenario here. <laughs> when I say Titanic, I mean the film Titanic, by the way. Not the boat. Who cares? So basically, <laughs> so, we meet, so we meet Charlie Pollard, who is a stowaway on the ship. Yes. And Doctor Number Eight sort of fades in or materializes in his box. <laughs> just like fades in. Yeah. He, the room, just like oh. Yeah, he, he like comes out and then he's like, he does a bit of walking around and that sort of stuff. Yeah, you know, classic um, Doctor stuff. Yeah, which translates well onto audio, obviously. And <laughs> um, yeah, so do you want to take it from here, Holton? Oh, yeah, so bloody. Uh, so. Some oh. randos like, oh, there's some extra weight in the ballast tank, so they so they just like adjust the TARDIS, which is a bit of a bummer. Oh, does he? Yeah. Don't you remember that? Oh, and he puts it into the. No, it's just like flying out into space. It, not into space, but like into the air to crash in like France or something. I don't think so. Uh, it does. Well, then how do they go back to it at the end of the episode? They fly out on Ramsey. 
Oh, yes. Sorry, I haven't watched <laughs> I haven't watched this in like a week. So. I listened to it like less recently than you did. <laughs> yeah, you've got Titus Wiki up, son. Yeah, well, it's, a, it's just a refresher. Yeah, sure. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> so the Titus gets like, you know, ugh, it's gone. And so then <laughs> gets yeeted off. Um, and uh, then there's sort of a bit, a bit of an investigation about how there's this weird woman in room eight or whatever number it was who's like got a weird... Cabin 43. Cabin 43. Not even a room. Um, so he's... <laughs> and she's got like some sort of weird breathing apparatus around her head. Oh, yeah. And, and they're like, there's what's a, this? Max's favourite character. Oh. Um, <laughs> yeah. My, my best mate, bloody, what's his name? Donkey. Rathbone. Rathbone, that's it. And um, so, yeah, he's there. And he talks a bit like this, and he's like, oh, Doctor. And it's really he's funny. He's African. Yeah, well, he sounds like he's from Lakemba. But, um, yeah, he's <laughs> just a bit irritating. <laughs> you anyway. Would you agree that he's a bit irritating? Uh, I mean, it was kind of a fun voice to listen to. You reckon? Yeah, I think so. Oh. Well, just me. Anyway. I'm always racist. And then, like... One of the like, time vortex pterodactyls like crashes. I think they're the called window. vortisaurs, Hamish. Like crashes through the window and like grabs Rathbone and he's yeah. like, oh, he's like, get off that's, me, cuz. Yeah, and that's like the end of part one. Yeah. Um, yeah. We don't really need to do it in parts, do we? We can just talk about the story. Oh, I don't know. I was giving them a sense of how the like, how the time is being used in this story. Anyway, and then the doctor like meets Charlie and he's like, oh hi, <laughs> and. They sort of. <laughs> I'll, like I'll, yeah, yeah I'll, you can do the talking of this episode. I, I've got a fuzzy memory. Uh, so they're like, they hear like Rathbone like screaming in his South African accent, which is like. So they, like, <laughs> <laughs> so, they run, so they run in and the the doctor like saves him, okay, and then boy. they see the woman who's in the apparatus. Well, and they're like, yeah. mate, who's this? And he's like, oh, no one. And then and then it's like, well, it's clearly someone because there's a person lying in the bed. Yeah. Uh, so and the doctor like kidnaps the water sword as well. Yeah, he like just puts it in a bag or something, doesn't he? Well, that's not quite. <laughs> <laughs> puts it in his backpack. Just leaves <laughs> it in there. Like I did to my dog when I took it to school. Um, yeah. yes. <laughs> no, I didn't do that. But, um, he just sort of, anyway. yeah, he kidnaps the Vortis saw. Yeah, yeah, and to explain their being there, doc the Doctor and Charlie, like, pretend that they're spies for another company, um, yeah. on the R101. Yeah, because, um, um, Rathbone is Secret Service, and then they say that they're German spies. Yeah. Don't they? Yeah. And he's like, um, yeah. he's like, oh, I'm Johann Smith, which was a nice little Marvel reference. You say? I don't think it's a reference to Marvel, but sure. Well, Johann Smith. It's the German well. version of John Smith. <laughs> anyway, so, um. <laughs> which, yeah, I don't know. I just Johann Smith's a bit of yeah. a. Also, we should mention that when we say that they're German spies, I'm pretty sure that that doesn't mean that they're like Nazis. I think they're just like spies for a German company. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, well, they're not Nazi because it's 1930. This takes place, and the Nazis weren't really international by that point. They were very much German-based because we know That's what they we know what we're talking about. You say, but Makes um, sense Nazis. anyway, so um, <laughs> change <laughs> no, the subject. I don't, I don't like I don't like those people. They didn't do very. They didn't do much that was good. <laughs> <laughs> the <cut lines>. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. so so the doctor like unmasks the 
uh, alien. And the, she's and like, great. Out, that's an alien. Yeah, she's like, great. Yeah. And she's like, yeah. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. some random alien woman. Yeah, and, and she's like, ooh, I've got people coming to pick me up. Yes, and, and would you like to do the Rathbone voice? We are here for a diplomatic trip, you see, and that we're doing it because we like the aliens, cuz. <laughs> anyway, and then an alien spaceship just like a rat. Yeah. How did you so picture right this? Side. How did you picture this ship in your head, the spaceship? I just pictured it as like a flying saucer. But like the inside. Oh, the inside. Oh, I didn't really. I didn't think of what the inside. What other characters were in there? You just. That's great because it was bad. But what so what the what all the characters were inside for like the whole episode you just like thought of you just thought of the outside of the ship. They're just yeah, in there. Really it's the long establishing shot with an audio channel over the top of it. Yeah. <laughs> things happening. Oh. Exactly. Oh. Well I, for one, because I'm of an intellect, I thought that it was kind of shut up. I thought that it was very like it reminded me a bit of how Camino and the Common Owens looked in episodes. What what was it? Common Owens? That's so different. Um, so, um, yeah, I sort of felt like it was a bit Camino-ish in design, probably. And, uh, yeah, that's what that reminded me of, you see, because... Good for you. Yeah, I know. So, up to this point, would you like to, like, Halton, how, how have you found the episode up to this point? Uh, so, the episode up to this point has been pretty good. good yeah, like, it's been a solid eight. Yeah, I was enjoying it. Yeah, it's good setting. Felt a bit... Um, yeah, it felt kind of a tiny bit, sort of something like one of the Series 11 historicals. Yeah, Yeah, it gave me sort of Nikola Tesla's Night of Terror kind of vibes. Yeah. It, was, it kind of reminded me of like your classic sort of new series, the Doctor shows up and there's yeah. like something that's going to happen, but you can't prevent it, like Pfizer Pompeii or like yeah. Waters of Mars. Yeah. And it was good, was that? No, Waters of Mars is bloody god tier. As you'll yes. find out when you listen to our main show, and because we, we'll cover that definitely at some point very soon, in the next forty-six yeah. weeks. And so basically, um, yeah, he turns up. He knows it's going to crash, and that's that's yeah. it's all good up to there. But then, yeah, ironically, for Doctor Who, when the aliens are introduced, it falls apart. How would you do? You want to try and explain the alien power structure and like the scenario with these aliens? Uh, yeah. So it's just like it's kind of confusing, but basically. The aliens are kind of like, yeah, so there's the engineers who are like the brains. Yeah. The uncreators, which are the instinct, and the lawgiver, which like... Determines it, between the two. Yeah. Sort of the will of the creature, because it sort of all acts as one big organism, made up of lots yeah. of smaller organas, or, orgas, or, organisms. <laughs> so, sorry. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Awesome. So, anyway... <laughs> Yeah, so, so like, that oh, happened. All the humans like go on board this ship to meet the Triskelly, which are what the aliens are Yeah. And, and then, they're basically just trying to get a diplomatic deal done. Yeah, but the aliens are like, no, Dr. Rathburn, we want you to come and like join us and you can be the new lawgiver. And so he's yeah. just kind of like, yeah, nah. Um, yeah. So then Rathburn gets in a fist fight with him. Yeah, your friend? Yeah, my mate, my good, uh, my good mate, bloody Rathburn. Met him down at the pub and had a VB with chips last week. He bloody um, he got into his fight with this immortal alien. Well, not immortal, but very yeah. nearly immortal alien. And uh, he, we and mentioned he, that before yeah. that. There's a bit where they were like raw. Yeah, they the all, yeah. The doctor's like these people won't respond to you, but your physical efforts. Then it's just raw. 
and then five minutes yeah. later he gets in a fist fight and wins. Yeah. So that's a bit weird. Yeah. The, the lightning villain just gets like shot and then that. Yeah. <laughs> and then so then the story is that they sort of go back having, you know, um yeah. having oh, screwed the pooch. Buddy, so. uh what's his face? Rathbone. Who goes who goes with the no Tamworth goes Tamworth. with Triskelly. Yeah. He sort of yeah, stays with them and becomes their log either, doesn't he? Yeah. And yeah. They, they just like go and fly off in their flying saucer. Yeah, never to be seen again. And then basically what happens is kind of they go back and then Rathbone's like, oh, I've stolen a gun from these alien people for the British Empire, which I'm not part of because I'm Southern African, but still, I've got your gun. <laughs> and um, and then the doctor's like, no, you can't have that gun. And he's like, oh. He's like, yes, I can. He's like, yes, I can. I'll bloody take it, son. And then he gets into like, uh, yeah, he gets into kind of a brawl with the doctor and one way or another it ends up with Rathburn causing the destruction of the airship. Then we haven't really touched on Charlie, but that's because I'm saving her for the end. Yeah, um, so the doctor and Charlie yeah. escape on the Vodasaur. Yeah, and the doctor has a bit yeah. of a moral dilemma as to whether he should take Charlie because there was a certain amount of people who, well, everyone was meant to die on the airship and someone, yeah. and Charlie wasn't meant to be there, so she was meant to take Tamworth's place. But yeah, he's yeah. about, he's, he goes to tell her and, and she, he's like, oh, Charlie, I've got something to tell you. And she was like, oh, yeah, I'll travel with you, sure. And the doctor's like, oh, oh fine. <laughs> it's like, yeah, all right, she'll be right. Yeah, all right. But, um... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, like, fly off of the Vortisaur to go and find the Tardis. Yeah, which, um... And they named the Vortisaur Ramsey as well. After the Prime Minister. Yeah, Ramsey McDonald is the British PM of that time. Ah, uh, I see. Yes. So, um... Yeah, what did you think of the sort of whole the Doctor being the responsible Time Lord figure, which he's not really anymore in the new series to a certain extent? Oh, well, they, they, well he or she kind of is. Well, they've always been sort of very much like that, but they haven't really been open about it, yeah. if that makes sense. They've just sort of kept it to themselves, yeah. but here he's just kind of very open and kind of, no, we can't do that. And once they show around it, they're like, oh, but what if he didn't follow the... And they just do like a couple of episodes on that. Yeah, like Waters of Mars yeah. and End of Time. Yeah, and Hellbent. Well, what's Hellbent? Like, Steel's Car. No, what is? What's Hellbent? <laughs> anyway. Anyway, <laughs> um, and Timeless Children. <laughs> um, so, um, yeah, it was uh, it, it was an interesting first adventure for the Eighth Doctor. It wasn't, wasn't bad, it wasn't great, it I was thought... just fine. I thought the first two parts and then the second half of part four were pretty good, good but then they were like pretty good. part three was if it bit. was if the good bits were good throughout it well if not if the if the if throughout it was as good as it was in the good bits it probably would have been like an eight for me yeah. out of ten but it just kind of yeah, was a bit weird and kind of it felt like they sort of we felt like they were too scared to just we felt like they got in there. And they wanted to do like a pure historical with the Eighth Doctor and Charlie, with like maybe just the Vortisaur. But then yeah. they got cold feet and they just kind of had to put some aliens in. Yeah. And um, the whole alien locked in the room thing, weird passenger in the room, terror of the Vervoids, yeah. mate. Like, <laughs> it's like, it's a bit of a shape <laughs> from the Sixth Doctor story, so... And I feel like that's been done so many times. I just remember something about Terror of the Verboids. It's been a second since I've watched it. Can you just, can you just check if this is true? That, doesn't the Doctor, like, gas the Verboids at the end? 
Yeah, he does, and that's and then the Time Lords are like, oh, you've committed genocide, Doctor, and it like zoom crash zooms okay. on his face. Oh, wait, no, that was the first time. Yeah, first time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then it, um, yeah, I mean, it's not really as bad as the Time Lords because like, you don't actually there's like five of them, but like, <laughs> yeah, it's still a bit questionable. But then it, again, it is the same same man who choked Perry in a not in a serious way, so yeah, yeah. Uh, so what did you think of Charlie? I like Charlie. She felt like a sort of natural progression in... What? No, <laughs> I liked Charlie. She sort of... I liked her. I liked Charlie because she sort of felt like a natural progression in between Ace and Rose with a bit of, maybe... A bit of, like, Bill chucked in there who's yeah. already pretty Ace-like, but, you know, different. <laughs> she felt like a really good kind of Edwardian adventuress sort of character. I think it's cool that we've got a companion that's like not from present day Earth. Yeah. I mean having like, yeah. You don't see much of like what how that changes things in this story, but in the next story, which I've already listened to, it like you get to see sort of how her viewpoint. Oh have you finished um sort of Orion, have you? Yes. Oh I'm still on part two. Yeah. We'll we'll be yeah. ringing to you, that to you on bloody Friday, won't we? Yes. Be good stuff. Um, yeah. yeah. So, um, what? Yeah. What did you think about the sort of Eight Doctor's characterization in this story? Uh, yeah, good. I'm interested to see how his character develops over the Eight Doctor adventures. Yeah, I am a bit concerned that her and him and Charlie are kind of a bit similar, too similar, because like they're both sort of have an Edwardian persona and they're both kind of speak in the same kind of. You know, yeah, I think she's a good fit for his doctor, though. She's a good fit, but, it's just like, like at this point yeah. in his life, yeah, because he sort of eventually becomes sort of more John Hurt like. Yeah, not, not when I say that, I don't mean he regenerates into John Hurt, I mean he becomes more sort of yeah, yeah, involved like in so war and dark, yeah, as we'll see once we get to the time war stuff, yeah, if we get there. <laughs> But um, yeah, it was it was it yeah. was decent. What would you what would you give this out of a ten? I would give it a six. I'd give it a six point five. Well, big man. I don't have to compensate. But um, yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Sure. Well, not pretty good. I thought it was. Well, yeah, I thought it was fine. wasn't I thought it was blowing. a fine start to the era. Yeah, sort of a sort of Orion's hopefully going to be better. Yes. Uh, having listened to a bit of it. But, um, I haven't my thoughts yet on yeah. sort of a rhyme. Yeah. yeah, so anything else, Halton? Uh, what do you think of the theme, Jim? Well, I thought having listened to future box sets, it didn't sound as good, but that's obviously because of... You know, that's obviously because they don't have the technology yet to make it sound as good as it did, does for the War Doctor, for example, or... I don't love the War Doctor's theme, to be honest. Really? Yeah, it's like it's a bit messy. Like there's just like a lot of stuff going on. It doesn't. It gets like, me lost. Like the war. Oh, really? Yeah. That's what's why. They should be telling me it's a metaphor for how the doc, the persona of the Doctor is being lost among the War Doctor. It's a metaphor for hell bent, messy. Um, yeah. Because <laughs> you see, he goes to the same barn that he did in Day at the Doctor, so you know. Yeah. I see. It's linked. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, yes. Decent so, stuff. Yes. 
first uh, quarter of the first season of the Eighth Doctor done. Yeah, we'll see you on Friday for sort of Orion, which will hopefully bring you many treasures and sex. So yeah, yeah. So we will see you on Wednesday with our first episode of the main show, where we cover Vincent and the Doctor, and while we're trying to convert a non who fan to being a who fan and then we'll see you again on friday for the sword of orion so yeah that should be good mm-hmm.